Okay, uh, the Mishnah and Daf Tesvav. So this Mishnah and this Daf, what we'll do is I've, I've been going with um, the approach of Tesvav. So we said like this, the Mishnah says, Hareini Nazir Ben. The person says again, I'll be a Nazir when I have a son. Vinazir Me'ayoyim. And I'll be a Nazir for a hundred days. So he has two Nazirs. He has the hundred days and he has a Nazir when he's going to have a son. Now he obviously doesn't know when he's going to have the son. So he starts counting the Nazir for a hundred days now. Then, in the middle of the Naziris, he has a son. So we said yesterday, you have to pause, do the son, and then go back. It says the Mishnah now a caveat, and that is, The way Taisa explains it means like this. The whole Indian that you have to pause the first Naziris, do the second, and then go back, is only when there's no complete overlap. But, if you have, if you had a baby up to day seventy, which means that if you start counting the baby's naziris again, you have a hundred day naziris. So you start the hundred day naziris, you get up to day seventy. Up to day seventy, if you pause the naziris and then you have a baby, so then if you count the babies and your and the other sons, meaning the baby's naziris and completing the hundred naziris, there's a complete overlap of thirty days. Then the halacha is it works for both, meaning. You could double dip. You could just do 100 days, and the last 30 is Yahweh's design for the sons and for the, the, the 100 days. The only time you have to interrupt and then do it and then go back is when there's not a complete overlap. Meaning, says the Mishnah, there was Lachar Shivim. If the baby is born on day 71, so even if you were to count the sons 30 days, it would take you past the 100 because it would take you to 101. Then, because there's no overlap anyway, then you have to interrupt it and do 130 days. So, if you have the baby up to day 70, then what you do is you just go straight. You go 100, and it counts for both. But if you had the baby, day 71, so even if you were to start counting the babies the day that it was born, which is day 71, it would get you 30, so it would get you to 101 days. So because there's no complete overlap, Chazal, we're not lenient. And then what you have to do is you actually have to have 130 days. So if the baby is 71 days or past, you have to pause the Naziris, do the sons, then go back and complete the hundreds. That's the Mishnah said. Okay. Now, fine. That, that's again. That's all the way Tysus explains. It's different from and the Rishonim, but uh, we'll go through Tysus the whole daf. Now, Amarav, Amarav, Rav says the following uh, tremendous kula, and that is Yoim Shivim Oila Lakan Ulakan. What this means is like this: We had in the past that let's say you have a baby. That how, how long does the, the not a baby? How, how long is Stam Naziris? Thirty days. So if you remember in the early on in the Masech, like Daf Gimel, Daf Dalit, it had a Machlekes Rav Pedas and Rav Masna. Basically, the approach is like this: If you say Stam Naziris thirty days, once you get to day thirty, we say Mixesayim Kikula, right? Mixesayim Kikula. So then you should be able to bring the Karbanos when day thirty. Chazal said no, because there are some people that say 30 days bishlemus, you have to only bring the Karbanas day 31. So minatayra, you could really bring the Karbanas day 30 because mixesayim kekuloi. But Chazal said, no, 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 wait till day 31. Which means, if you make Naziris for 100 days, when are you bringing the Karban? Day 101. Meaning, right, you, you're doing 100, and then technically, yes, the last day is, uh, you know, it's a, but wait, wait till 101. Says Rav, 
mixes yoyim shivim oil lekana lekan. Says Rabbi tremendous chiddush, which is that if you have the baby day thir- day seventy, so day seventy is mixes yoyim kikulois. Therefore, it's day seventy for the hundred days, but it's also day one for the baby. Which means if day seventy is day one for the baby because mixes yoyim kikuloi, when is the baby's uh, the, the, the Naziris for the child completed day 99, because if you go through the math, 70, 71, 72, you'll be done on day 99, which means day 100 is the, is the next day. Day 100 is the day after the Naziris for the child. Then since you could bring a carbon day 100 for the child, so too you could also bring a day 100, you could bring the carbon for the 100 day Naziris. So says Rav like this, although, just to repeat, although generally you have to wait till a day 101, right? We always do it the day after the Naziris is completed, rabbinically. But says Rav, the day 70 is meaning it's mixes a yom kikuloi, that day 70 is day 70 for the 100, but it's also day one for the baby, meaning you don't need a complete day. If the baby is born one o'clock in the afternoon on day 70, then day 70 is mixesiam kakula, is day one for the baby. If you go through the math, that would make day 99 the finishing of the 30 days. So then... Day 100 is the day after the 30 days are up. So you could bring the carbon on day 100 for the baby's naziris. And says Rav, since you could bring the carbon on day 100 for the baby's naziris, you could also bring 100 for the, for the stam naziris of uh, Mea Yoim. So meaning, although generally you should wait for day 101, mixes Yoim, oil lakan So the Chiddush is that if you have the baby on day 70, not only, this is the Chiddush, that not only, if you have the baby on, uh, up to day 70, up to and including day 70, then not only could you overlap the baby's Naziris and your Naziris, but you could bring the Karbanas on day 100. So you actually gain from having the baby day 70. You could actually bring the Karbanas a day earlier than expected. So here's the Gemara's Kasha. So you're telling me that day 70, not only do you have an overlap, but you actually gain, that you actually bring the Karbanas a day earlier. So here's the Kasha. The Mishnah's Lashon is Loi Hifsid. Loi Hifsid means you don't lose. That's not accurate. You actually gain. You gain by having the baby up to day 70. So the Gemara says, Tanan, It says that if you have the baby up to day 70, you don't lose, meaning that you could count it as a double, double dip. You can count them the 30 days as both for your Naziris and for the child's Naziris. But now if you're telling me that if you have the baby up to day 70, you actually gain, that you could bring the carbon a day earlier than expected, it's guri itker, you're actually gaining. So why does it say lehipsit? It should say marviach, or whatever, some sort of lashon. So the Gemara says, the truth is, you're right. It's like an answer throughout Shas. Bedin hu deloy lisni ad shivim. Really, it shouldn't say that you don't lose. Umeshim diktani seifach shivim soiser shivim katani reisha shivasai. Shivim. The truth is, because the end of the mission, it says that after seven, do you lose? Because then you, you actually can't overlap. Then you actually have to have a separate count. So it says up to 70, you don't lose. You're right. On an accurate depiction, it would actually say up to 70, you gain. But for the flow of the Mishnah, that, that's what it keeps. Okay, now here's the kasha. I'll tell you outside of the scene. The cash is like this. You're telling me that according to Rav, that Mixasiyam Kikuloi, right? We say Mixasiyam Kikuloi, which means that if the baby is day, born day 70, so Mixasiyam Kikuloi day 70 is really day one of the baby, which means the baby is done day 99. So you actually gain. Let me ask you a question. The Mishnah says if you're born, if the baby's born up to 70, there's an overlap. From 71 and on, no good. No good. So, sir, you lost everything, meaning you have to pause. If the baby is born on day 71, if the baby is born day 71, then it's too late. You have to actually pause the count, do the 30 for the baby, and then go back. Let me ask you a question, though. If you do the math, 
if day 71 is mixasayim kekule, which means day 71 is day one, you'll be done day 100. So why does the Mishnah say that after 70 is a problem? That's not true. 71 is still fine. Because again, if you do 71 as day 1, then 72 is day 2, and you'll continue. Day 100 will be day 30. So you'll, you'll complete. There will be an absolute overlap. Again, the point of the Mishnah is that when you have a Naziris of 100 days, and you have a Naziris 30 days for your child, and there's a complete overlap, one count can go for both. So why does the Mishnah say, if you tell me Mitzvah Kikulai, so why does the Mishnah say that at day 71 it's too late? That's not true. It says after 70 it's too late. It's not true. If you do the math, day 71, if that counts as day one, meaning if you don't say Mitzvah Kikulai, and day 71 the baby's born, you only start counting day 72, understood, then there's no absolute overlap. But if you're telling Mitzvah Kikulai that the day of birth is already day one, then so day 71 still counts. So why does the Mishnah say after 70 it's a problem? It's not true. It's after 71 is a problem. 71 is still okay. So says the Gemara, Tashimah Misefa. So the Gemara says after 70 is a problem. So that's, but that's not true because day 71 should still be okay because if the baby is born day 71, day 71 is already day one of the count. You go 30 more days, it's done day 100. There's an absolute overlap. So you know what the Gemara says? You're right. When the Mishnah says... After 70 is a problem, it doesn't mean 71, it means 72. Okay. It's obviously uh, not the, yeah, we started a few minutes ago, but uh, we'll get into a new sugya soon. But, uh, so it's not, obviously it's not the greatest answer, meaning the Mishnah says after 70 is a problem, which implies 71 is a problem. The Gemara says that's not true based on math. The Gemara says you're right, it means after after 70. When it says 70, after 70 is a problem, it doesn't mean 71, it means 72. Now here's the obvious problem. If that's the case, if you tell me 71 is still okay, then why does the Mishnah say 70? It should say 71. So the Gemara says, So why does the Mishnah say that as long as the baby is born up to day 70, you can count for both because there's an absolute overlap, you should say 71. The answer is our mission is not like Rav. Meaning, Rav's chiddush is that the day that the baby is born is already day one of the count of Naziris because mixas ayoyim kikuloi. Meaning, the chiddush of Rav basically is that we say mixas ayoyim kikuloi. We're about eight lines for the bottom, uh, uh, six lines for the bottom, first word of the line. So Rav's chiddush is that mixas ayoyim kikuloi, which means that the day the baby is born is already day one of the count of Naziris. Our mission is not like that because our mission clearly states that it's only an absolute overlap up to day 70, but day 71 it's not. And according to Rav, that's not true. Day 71 should still be fine. So Rav and our Mishnah are not seeing eye to eye, which, by the way, is not the end of the world, because Rav, Tanahu, Polik, Rav could argue on Mishnayis. But again, our Mishnah seems to indicate that we do not say Mixasiyam Kekulay, so the day that the baby is born, and you have to start counting Nazir as 30 days from the day that it's born, does not count as day one. You start the next day. Rav disagrees. So Rav says, Mixasayim Kikulay. So the Gemara asks Akasha, Rav Kiman Amra. It's okay to say that Rav argues on a Mishnah, but it makes more sense that he would have a Mishnah to back him up. So where is the source of Mixasayim Kikulay? So if 
from Abiyanaz the day the baby is born. The baby is born Monday morning at 10 o'clock in the morning. So the question is, is Monday day one or is Tuesday this is day one? The Mishnah indicates that it's Tuesday. And Rav says, not like that. So who, where did Rav get it from? That mikta sayoyim kikule. So the Gemara says, we're just going to now go through the next daf, the rest of the daf, trying to find cases of mikta sayoyim kikule in halacha. So obviously we have by Avelus, but we're going to see Avelus may not be the best source because according to many Tanoim, uh, uh, many, many Rishonim, and the Gemara really speaks out, Avelus is probably Darabonon. So it's not the, we're, we're going to go through, we'll go through that and we'll reject it. We'll go through all these possibilities of mikta sayoyim kikule. So the Gemara says, Rav Kiman Umbra, what's the source of Mixasayam Kikule? So I, the Gemara goes with the obvious. Again, as I said, if I were to ask the average person, where does a Mixasayam Kikule from? You'd say Shiva, yeah, right? Rav told you Tuesday would be the first day. No, Monday. 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 Monday Opposite. Rav holds Mixasayam Kikule, which means that the day the baby is born is Mixasayam Kikule. So where does the source of Mixasayam Kikule? Again, I think if you'd ask the average halachic person, where is Mixasayam Kikule? They would say Avelos. Right, that the seventh day of Shiva, right? We don't really sit Shiva the whole day. He makes us that's always the source. So the Gemara gives that as an example. Ditanan, Ali He's following Abishol that makes us yom Ditanan. Now we don't pause. By the way, I, I want to make this clear for the rest of the daf. A lot of these Mishnayos regarding Avelus, regarding Nida, we don't paskin like any of this. You got to know how we paskin. It's not like any of this, but that's not. There are daf yomishirim that try to take the halacha and insert it. I find it a little confusing. This is not how we paskin. But it says like this. Hakoiver is Mesai. The Mishnah is dealing with the following Shaila, and that is how much if a person sits Shiva before Yamtiv, we know that Yamtiv cancels Shiva. The question is how much do they have to sit Shiva before Yamtiv cancels? We paskin even uh, 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 10 minutes. We paskin. Uh, n- n- not a lot of time. The Mishnah disagrees. The Mishnah felt the Mishnah feels that you have to sit Shiva for three days. For Yom Tov to cancel, you need to sit Shiva for three days. The reason being is because three days is what a person needs to cry, and therefore, if you don't have three days, meaning if someone sits Shiva a day before Yom Tov, then they continue after Yom Tov according to the Mishnah. Obviously, not how we pass it. Now, what about Yom Tov canceling Shloishim? As long as you had eight days, meaning day Shiva, and then one day of Shloishim, you have one day of Shloishim, then Yom Tov will cancel Shloishim. Okay? Now, Agav Mutalasapar Erev Harego. Now, the end of Shiva, so let's say. Eight days, meaning from the death. So you have Shiva, and then one day of Shloishim. Meaning that this Tana feels, the Tanakama feels that Shloishim will be canceled by Yamtif as long as you had one day of Shloishim. If you didn't have a day of Shloishim, then Yamtif doesn't cancel Shloishim. Then it wouldn't cancel Shloishim, according to Tanakama. We'll get to the Abishal in a second. Now. Now let's say Yom Tif is in middle of Shloshim, right? Let's say, right, you have uh, eight days. Yom Tif is the eighth day, which means that Yom T- Erev Yom Tif is already still, um, is still within the Shloshim, right? Because Yom Tif cancels it, which means before Yom Tif is in the Shloshim. Now generally you're not allowed to get a haircut before Yom Tif. Uh, but during Shloshim, right? You're not allowed to get a haircut during Shloshim. That's the, one of the major halachas of Shloshim. However, in this case, you're allowed to shave before Yom Tif. We allow you to shave right because Yom Tif is canceling it anyway. We allow you to shave right before Yom Tif. But, but it's like a punishment. If you didn't shave before Yom Tif, then you can't shave after Yom Tif. Again, these are love. And during that one day, you could shave. But if you didn't, then you can't shave after Yom Tif. Okay. Again, it's not a gay anyway. So it's not, go to the next page. 
Now, what's Abishal's? According to this opinion, Shloishim will cancel, will, Yom Tov will cancel Shloishim as long as you had one day of Shloishim. Abishal disagrees, by the way, on two parts. First of all, Abishal says, Okay, first of all, he says that even if you didn't shave before Yom Tov, you could shave after Yom Tov. We don't penalize you. That's first. Then Abishal says, you don't actually need a day of Shloishim to cancel, for Yom Tov to cancel it, even if you had Shiva. Meaning, you have Shiva, and then Shiva goes straight into Yom Tif, there's no Shalashim. The Tanakama feels you need a day of Shalashim, Abishol disagrees. Why does Abishol feel that you don't need Shalashim to start for Yom Tif to cancel it? The answer is very simple. The seventh day is partially Shiva, and Mixus Ayayim, it's partially Shalashim. Meaning, Abishol feels you don't need a full, complete day for Yom Tif to cancel, to have Shalashim for Yom Tif to cancel. Day 7 is Mixus Ayayim Shiva and Mixus Ayayim Shalashim. Day 7 is already Mixus Ayayim. That's Abishol Shita. It's a Chiddush because he's sort of splitting up the day 7 into two parts. He's saying Mixus Ayayim, right? By the way, this is actually how we Paskin, right? Day 7, they sit Shiva for an hour. So that's it. Shiva's over. So now what happens when Shiva's over? Shloshim begins. So you see that the last day, Abishol splits in half. It's partially shlo- Shiva, partially Shloshim. And that's why Yom Tif can cancel it because you already started Shloshim even though it's only day seven. My time with Abishol, what's Abishol Shiva? He obviously holds Mitzvahim Kikulay. So therefore, that's the source of Rav that Mitzvahim Kikulay regarding Naziris. The Gemara says, no, that's not a good source. Dilma Adkan Lekomer Abishol it's not a good source. We're looking for the concept. You see, Naziris, it's a biblical concept. So Rav said his shita that mixes him kikule by Naziris, and you're looking for a source, and your source is Abishol by Shiva. Shiva is Derabonon. The whole thing is Derabonon. And according to some Rishonim, the entire Avelis is Derabonon. So that's not a good source. I mean, the very fact that we're Mekel on Shiva and say mixes him kikule, yeah, that's rabbinic. Who says to extend it to Naziris, which is at least a biblical concept? By the way, although Rav's practical concept of Naziris application is rabbinic, but at least Naziris is itself biblical. So he, we're looking for a source of mixes kem kekule on a biblical concept. Avelis is not, not, not it. So Gemara says, okay, I'll tell you the following. Now, this is where it gets a little tricky. You just have to remember the halachas over here. It's not so hard. Just if you do enough Gemara, you'll come across these concepts. Over. Again, this is not how we paskin. The Gemara says like this. One just uh, hakdama. Again, this comes up throughout Shas just many, many times. And that is on a biblical concept, a woman cycles 18 days. You have seven days where if she sees blood, she's a nida, all seven. After that, she goes to the mikvah. Then she has 11 days of called Yemei Levana, Shemeris Yem Keneged Yoim, Ziva Katana. These are all the synonyms for each other. And then during those 11 days, it, she's Tahar, straight. If she sees blood, she's Tami for that day. Next day, she goes to the mikvah. Second day, again, Tahar, she sees blood, she's Tami that day, goes to the mikvah. She sees it three days in a row, then she's a Zava, then she has to wait seven days and bring a carbon. Okay, so again, we don't pass it that way, but that, that's the concept. So the Gemara says like this. El Rav Damakar of Yosi. Rav Shita of Mixasiyam Kikule follows Rav Yosi. That's, by the way, Hakdam number one. Hakdam number two is that for you to be Yotza, the carbon Pesach, you have to be Tahar when it's brought. You have to be Tahar at the time where the carbon Pesach is brought. You have to be Tahar on Erev Pesach, obviously. So the Gemara says like this Rav Yosi Oimer. Shemeris Yom Keneged Yom. You have a woman who's in those 11 days, and it's Erev Pesach, okay? 
Sheshachdu v'zarku alehab sheni shalai. Let's say she was tummy yesterday, but she went to the mikvah. So Tuesday is Erev Pesach. Monday was the beginning of her 11 days. She saw blood on Monday. Okay, but went to the mikvah. Tahar Tuesday morning. Totally tahar. Tuesday she's tahar. They bring a, uh, again, tahar. Shech the Karm Pesach, having her in mind. Sprinkle the blood. Beautiful. And then an hour before the Seder, she sees blood. So she's obviously Tomei the Seder night, so she can't eat the Karm Pesach. The question is, does she have to do a Pesach Sheni? Well, she can't eat the Karm Pesach, right? Pesach Sheni is usually reserved for people that, that, uh, that uh, are Tomei. Oh, it's a Cesar of Yaisi. She can't eat the Karm Pesach, but Ptura Melasa's Pesach Sheni. She doesn't have to bring a Pesach Sheni. Oh. What's up, shot? That doesn't make any sense, right? You're tummy, so why don't? My time at the Rav Yosi. Lab mitoshim dekzaver mixes yem kekuloi umikano labohu metam. The answer is Rav Yosi has the following shita. He holds again erev Pesach is Tuesday. They bring the karm Pesach at noon. By noon she was tahar. She became tummy at three o'clock in the afternoon. Rav Yosi holds mixes yem kekuloi. Which means, because she was Tahar on Tuesday, part of Tuesday, she's considered in the, in the record books as Tahar on Tuesday. She was Tahar on Erev Pesach when the carbon was brought. And when she became Tameh afterwards, it's Mikanal We don't say that when you see blood, you're Tameh retroactively for the last 24 hours. You're Tameh from here on. So during that bubble, when the carbon Pesach was brought, she was Tahar. So you see Mixes Yom Kekuloi. Meaning, if you don't say Mixes Yom Kekuloi, for a person to be Yotze, the Karm Pesach, it's not just that you have to eat it, because a lot of times people can't eat it, Yotze, even if you don't eat it. But you have to be that you were Tahar on Erev Pesach. The question is, was she Tahar on Erev Pesach? Well, the answer is, she was Tahar for part of Erev Pesach, Mixas Hayom. So if you say Mixas Hayom Kekuloi, and you say that the blood is just from there on, it's not like retroactively she's Tahar for the last 24 hours, that would be the explanation of Rav Yossi. So Rav follows Rav Yossi that that mixes hayom kekuloi. Because there's no other explanation of how she could be Yotza, the carbon Pesach, unless you say mixes hayom. By the way, it's a pretty radical idea because everyone is so programmed to assume that the Iker is the Seder night. It's not true. The Iker is being Tahar on the day of Erev Pesach. Generally, if you're Tameh that night, then you've, you've knocked out the whole day. The answer is not unless you hold mixes hayom kekuloi and the Tumah is Mekanal well, the day of Erev Pesach, but generally, well, if you say Mixus Hayom, then it's possible, but if you don't say Mixus Hayom, then it's not possible. The answer is, he says Mixus Hayom, and he says the Tumah is Mikanu Lahaba. It's from the blood on. So if she saw blood on 3 o'clock in the afternoon, it's not that she's been tar retroactively for the last 24 hours, it's from 3 o'clock on. If you put those two things together, that would explain Rav Yossi. So the Gemara says, now, a quick question. You're telling me that according to Rav Yossi, the Tumah of her blood is from then on. The problem is, Rav Yossi himself said it's retroactive. Umi Savar Rav Yossi Hachi, did Rav Yossi actually say that the Tumah of, of a Zav and a Nida, not a Nida, of a Zava and a Shemeris Yom Keneged Yom is, is a Shemeris Yom Keneged Yom, I use that specifically, that term, those 11 days, it's not retroactive, it's from then on. Because again, if it's retroactive, then there's no Shaila. She's been Tomei the entire Erev Pesach. It has to be the Mixes Yom Kekuloi and Mekanal from here on. So the answer is, the Gemara Yasekasha, Vatanya, Rav Yossi said the following, um, Zav Balshtei Rios, you have a, a, a Zav who, who saw it twice. 
The, the halach is that's a man. If a man sees a seminal emission, but not in a healthy way. So uh, he, he sees it in three days in a row. The halach is if he sees once, he's tahar. He just goes to the mikvah, he's fine. He sees twice, he's tummy for seven days. He sees three times, a third time, then he, he's, he's, he has to bring a carbon. So you have a zav who saw twice. So he's got to count seven days. His seven days is up, Erev Pesach. So Erev Pesach, he's tahar, again, no carbon because he only saw twice. Erev Pesach, he's tahar, he goes to the mikvah, good to go, good to go. Then what happens, the same thing. Bring a carbon Pesach for him. Again, he went to the mikvah Tuesday morning, he's tahar, they bring the carbon Pesach at noon, and then what happens, Vizarkal of Ashri, and then three o'clock in the afternoon, he sees, uh, he sees another emission. Or, exact same case of a woman. During the 11 days, again, she was tahar, the tummy the, the previous day, wakes up in the morning, goes to the mikvah, good to go. They, they, they bring the carbon Pesach for her. Two o'clock in the afternoon, she sees blood again. So what did Rav Yossi say? Rav Yossi said that your yotz of the carbon Pesach, uh, you can't eat it, but you, you don't have to bring a Pesach Sheni, because it's from here, the Tumah is from here on. What do Rav Yossi say? Even though she contaminates retroactively, meaning all the things she sat on for the last 24 hours are Tumah. But, Petur Melasses Pesach Sheni. But she doesn't have to bring a Pesach Sheni. Now here's the problem. You told me the reason why she doesn't have to bring a Pesach Sheni is because the Tumah is from here on. But he himself said, Limafreya. So what's retroactively all the things she touched over the last twenty four hours are tummy. Right. So I don't understand. You told me that she's yotz of the carbon pesach because at the time she was tahar mixing kakule and the tuma is from then on. But he says that she she retroactively contaminates. So he's like contradicting himself. Raviosi. So it's it, he's ret- he's con- contradicting himself. On the one hand, he's saying she's yotze pesach sheni. She's yotze. She doesn't need pesach sheni because it's from here on out. But he also says that it c- contaminates lemafreya. The answer is lemafreya midirabanon. The answer is really it's from here on. And when he says lemafreya, it's it's rabbinically it's tamei lemafreya. Okay. Halchinam mistabra. By the way, it makes sense. The answer is the Gemara. I'll prove it to you that it has to be lemafreya because if it's not lemafreya de rabbanon, if it's only if it's actually biblically she's tummy for the last twenty four hours, then why is she yotza pesach sheni? It must be that it's mikan ulahaba. So the Gemara. So at this point, again, Rav Yosi said his shita. Again, what's Rav Yosi's shita? A woman brings uh, brings the karm pesach when she's tahar Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon she sees blood, yotza the pesach sheni. You don't have to bring a Pesach Sheni. Why? Only explanation so far is because and the Tumah is Mikan Ulahabba. The Gemara actually says an alternative, and that is the Gemara says, There is one alternative, and that is maybe actually you don't say and maybe you actually say your Tumah retroactively for 24 hours. So wait a minute, if you're Tamei retroactive for 24 hours, then why don't you have to bring a Pesach Sheni? So there's a sugya in Pesachim, it's called Tumas HaTahoyim. Tumas HaTahoyim means, if there's a Tumah of the depths, where it was impossible to know, you're scuba diving in Erev Pesach, and you come across a dead body, it was impossible to know, this impossible, impossible to know, the halacha is, you, that, that, that would be a Tumah there. Like there was no, there was no, there was no way to know. It's called Tumas HaTahoyim, it's Allah Sinai. The Allah is your Yotza Pesach. Yotza the Karm Pesach. Even if you were Tameh. Because you had no way of knowing. Meaning, if they brought a carbon for you and then you found out afterwards at the time you were Tumas Atahoyim. 
Now, generally, Tumas time is, is dead bodies. But, so he brought the Karm Pesach for you at 2 o'clock. Yeah, but could no walking in the street that you should be no because that you should know is a possibility that the streets were lined with uh, people buried all the time. That that's but if you if you're going into a cave and then the last thing you'd think is nobody lives here. Why would there be? That's called terms of, again. It's it's hard. To, the application is a little bit confusing. Question. But, yeah. Question. Well, I don't understand why is that different than when she found out she was a need on her face after bringing after after having it. Oh no! Wait! 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 So that's Kumar's answer. It could be that really Rav Yossi wow. holds that it is it does contaminate twenty four hours lamafreya biblically, and we don't say mixes yom kekule. Said, so how is this woman Yotza the carbon pesach? She was a, a, a she was a zava at the time. The answer is that's called tuvas atahaim, meaning tumas atahaim, which means a tuma that no one could have seen coming. Conceptually, that could have been the case over here also. It comes out of her body. How is she supposed to know that's going to happen? It's not during the time where she normally does. So it could be that really you say, we don't say mixes yam kekule. And really she is biblically tame retroactively. And it's not like Rav. So you're going to say, well, if she's tame retroactively, then why is she yotz the karm pesa? She was tame. The answer is it's called tumas Person falls on an airplane, hits you in the head. Exactly, something like that. Now, by the way, we don't pass him that the the Gemara now is extending tumas to aziva. How is she supposed to know that the blood is going to come out of her? She doesn't know. So they brought the Karm Pesach for her at 2 o'clock. She sees blood an hour later. Really, Rav Yossi holds, retroactively, she was Tommy the last 24 hours. Biblically. Biblically, she's been Tommy. So why is she yotz the Karm Pesach? It's called Tumas time. How is she supposed to know? Now, by the way, the, the Gemara in Psachim rejects this, and by the way, concludes that Tumas time does not apply to Nida or Zav and all that stuff. But that's, that could be the argument. Okay. But again, the first possibility is that this is the source of Rav of Mixas Ayoim Kikule. The Gemara says, The truth is, Rav Yoshia also holds that the, if a woman sees a, a Zava, if she sees blood on the 11 days, it's only retroactively Tame rabbinically. Meaning, we had two possibilities. It's either rabbinically Tame. Um, and that's why you could be Yotz the Pesach, because Mixiyam Kekuloi, and it's Mikhan Laba, and Luma Freya is only rabbinic. Or, no, you actually could say it's Luma Freya Doraisa, and it's Tumas Atahom. Rav Yoshia went with the first approach. That really it's Mixiyam Kekuloi, and really it's Luma Freya Dirabanan, but biblically it's only Mikhan Laba. How do I know Rav Yoshia fell this way? Ditanya Rav Yoshia Omar, Haraya Zav Bishvishaloi, Saiser Eshelofanov. If a, let's say a Zav on his seventh day, so he's been counting seven days, and then he sees blood, he, no, he doesn't, Zav doesn't see blood, Zav's a man, he sees uh, an emission on the seventh day. So, uh, says, who's this, Rav Aishia? Ruins the entire account. You gotta redo. Now you need seven Tahar days. Day seven, you became Tameh, Odpam. Okay, makes sense. The Rav Yochanan, Rav Yochanan says, no, lo nister eliyoma. Rav Yochanan says, why does he have to recount? He should just have to recount one day. Here's the deal. You, have, you, you see a Zavis, he saw it twice. A Zavis sees it twice. He's got to wait seven days that are tahar. Let's say his seventh day is Monday. So he's got to go seven days. Monday afternoon, he sees another emission. So Rav Yochanan says, you got to redo all seven days. You got to recount. Rav Yochanan says, why do you have to recount the whole seven days? Just recount the last day. That's Rav Yochanan's segment. Let me ask you a question before we, we go weiter. Why would I have to recount that last day? There's two options. 
Yeah, you counted seven days. The seventh day is Monday. On Monday afternoon, you saw an omission. There's two options. If you say mixas yom kekuloi, you were already yotza. You don't have to recount at all. You were already yotza. Second 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 Monday morning, you're already yotza. Oh, just said it. Good. We're good. We'll have two minutes left. So so day seven, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, you see a seminal mission. So Ravyoshia says you gotta redo the whole count. Ravyachan says, no, just redo the last day. That doesn't make any sense. I don't understand redoing the last day. If you say Mixasiyam Kikuloi, then you already Yotza, the second Monday morning comes, you already had your seven days. I don't care what happens in the afternoon. It's already that's it's done. If you don't say Mixasiyam Kikuloi, you have to do all seven. What is this recount one day? Well, I don't understand. So the Gemara says, Manashach, Isasakuli Sasuloi Sasulinis Yoima. I don't understand. Either it's you're already out to the mitzvah because mixes yom kekuloi and mekanal Or if you don't say mixes yom kekuloi and mekanal then you should redo all seven. It's either seven or zero. I don't understand redoing that one day. That doesn't make any sense. So the Gemara says, You're right. Rav Yochanan meant you don't have to be. You don't have to do anything at all. Mixes yom kekuloi, meaning if your seven days are up on Monday, the second Monday afternoon hits mixes yom kekuloi. The seminal mission that you saw Monday afternoon is mekanal so Rav Yochanan feels you yotze legamri. Rav Oshia said you got to redo the whole count. Go to the next page. Rav Yoshia said to Rav Yochanan, you know Rav Yossi holds like you. That Mekana Laba. I don't hold like you, but you should know Rav Yossi holds like you. That is, the Tumah is only from here on, and therefore Monday morning, you're already yotze the seven days, and any Tumah from Monday afternoon is Mekana Laba. So the Gemara says, wait a minute, you're telling me that Rav Yossi holds from here on. I thought Rav Yossi holds retroactive. For Rav Yossi, this is a proof that Lemafreya, that Rav Yossi said, your tummy Lemafreya retroactively is only rabbinic. Okay. Now, here, here's the last point. We'll end the parak like this. Here's the kasha. If you say Mixasayim Kekulai, we've had this a couple times at Shas, you can think about it. How do you make a, a Zava? A zava is a woman who sees blood three days consecutively. Yeah? So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Here's the kasha though. If you say mixasayam kikuloi, then how do you ever become a zava? Because you see blood Monday, fine. You see blood Tuesday. But Wednesday morning at, at let's say, Alos Nates is 7 o'clock in the morning, 7.05, you're already yotza. It's, it's mixasayam kikuloi. So how do you ever get three days consecutively? Because the second you have a morning... Well, actually, not morning. Actually, goes by night. So the second Seis Hakachavim starts. As long as you didn't see blood at Seis, right? You need three days in a row. So you need Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Here's the problem: if you say mixes Yom Kikuloi, let's say you get Monday, let's say you get Tuesday, but Wednesday night at Seis Hakachavim at six or three, let's say six or three is Seis Hakachavim at six or three. If you didn't see blood, then mixes Yom Kikuloi. You already had a day where you didn't see blood. Yeah, it's the same kasha. I'm saying, how do you ever have mixed... If you hold mixed kikula, which means the beginning of the day is already like the entire day, then every, how do you ever have three days consecutive of seeing blood? So the Gemara says two explanations. So two explanations. First of all, she saw blood for 72 hours straight. Okay, that's a Matthias. If she saw blood straight for 72 hours, there's no mixed yom kikula. Or... Or the other explanation is, let's say uh, uh, sunset is, is 5 o'clock and Seisa Kachavim is 6 o'clock. As long as three days in a row she saw blood straight from right before sunset to through Seis, she never had the beginning of the day, right? Like Shiva, when is mixing up Kukula? The beginning of the day is Shiva. Oh.
Yoitza, she never had that. She saw blood during the time, the t- intervals. Afterwards, afterwards, it's already too late. She already saw blood that day. Meaning, when does Monday start? At seven o'clock at night. So if she saw blood from sunset to, you have to have from sunset because it's a Suffolk Yom. You see straight through Tzais. So then Monday she's already Tommy. Okay, so Monday's already Tommy. Then. Yeah, no, but once you're t- once Monday, once you're once you're marked as tummy for Monday, you're tummy. There's no, there's nothing that removed the tumma. The problem is when Monday starts off good, but if it starts off bad, then then you're already tummy for the day. So you have that Monday, and then Tuesday you did the same thing, saw it through Tzais, so Tuesday's out, and then Wednesday you saw it through Tzais. You have three days in a row where there was no beginning of the day with Tahara. As long as no beginning of the Tahara, that's how you could have a Zavagemuri, bring a carbon Hadron Allah, Hareni Nazar. I will stop here. Okay. Shkayach. <coughs>